Hey, 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 everyone. It is Rona with the Road Trip to Wellness. Welcome and thanks so much for being here today. I am super excited. I am sitting in front of one of my dearest friends. We've known each other since college and I had some questions about some things. So today we're going to be talking on the Road Trip to Wellness podcast about spiritual wellness. And this is a really, really important topic for me because of my upbringing. And I will share more about that in another podcast episode that will be coming very soon. But I am here with my friend, Talvi Patterson of Authentic Movement and Patterson's Perspectives. And I have to say that this brother is probably, he's probably going to, make me remember and saying this. This is probably one of the smartest brothers I know, seriously. Um, very sharp. Um, and Tavi has a, uh, a minister's... Minister's license. Minister's Minister license. license, yeah. Okay. And so I was shocked when he told me that. He kept it very secret. But when it came time for me to... Um, or, or when I was just really thinking about, from a wellness perspective, just my road trip... And where I have been and where I have come from, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he and I had a conversation. We have many conversations all the time. Many. Uh, and I had this conversation with him because when I started Road Trip to Wellness in 2017 um, or 2018, I think it was 2018, 2017, 2018, one of those. And it was mid-July when I started it. But by November, I had done my third event. And I did it on yoga and spirituality. And I did it with a, uh, a yoga instructor and a minister named Diana Bush Harris. And um, I, I do plan on having her back um, to talk some more about yoga and spirituality. But as we're talking about spiritual wellness and what we need to be spiritually well, um, I just talked extensively to Talby and I was like, you got to come on this podcast because <laughs> I need some clarification and not just clarification, just some confirmation. I don't even know what the right word is to use Talby, but I just feel like, um, with road trip to wellness, we introduce, uh, practical solutions to health and wellness needs. And some of those practical solutions could be new new to people. They could be new ideas when it comes to individuals. Um, and Tava, you know, you've known me for a very long time and um, know a lot of the things that I'm into, you know, when it comes to energy um, work. Uh, I use sage and Palo Santo and essential oils and crystals. And I think sometimes if you come from a religious background and I come from Church of God in Christ. Um, or a Pentecostal background. Mm -hmm. Tavi comes from one of uh, much of the same background. 
But um, I just got questions, Toffee. <laughs> he laughs. He just laughs. But before we get started, Toffee, tell us a little bit about yourself and just give us a back, some background on um, your minister's license and you know what you're doing with that and all that. So, um, thank you for having me. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, um, hey, everybody. Um, as she said, my name is Talby Patterson. Um, I am a 38-year-old black man who is always seeking to do better and be better. Um, you know, when you talk about spiritual Spiritual things. Um, my 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 journey to God wasn't the traditional journey to God, mm-hmm. whereas you found God in church and, and you know you grew up in that. That wasn't my story. I actually got saved in my ninth grade English class. Um, at school. At school. At school. I was uh, one of my good friends, Shane Engel, um, was going to what used to be uh, Cal- Calvary Tabernacle, it's the Caring Place now on Post Road. And so we, we were, were in Indianapolis. Yes, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. So we always you know talking about you know God, and I was like, oh yeah. And at the time, I was just going through a lot as a young person. And so he's like, you know, you want to come to church? I was like, yeah. What's what's your God going to do for me? I'm good. I'm good. And so this one day in particular, um, he had what is known as the Sinner's Prayer. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are a mm-hmm. um, believer, you've heard of the Sinner's Prayer, and you know you've heard of um, you know. Remission of sins and all those things, but as a fourteen-year-old, I didn't understand what that was. I thought it was really, really creepy. Um, so I remember um, him walking over to me, and it was just like one of those moments where time kind of froze, it kind of stopped, and he gave me uh, the prayer, and we we talked. And uh, I said the prayer, and I instantly felt different, like something just had lifted off of me. Um, and I had been introduced to um, to God in a way that I I just did not know, and it didn't it didn't make sense to me. And so it started this journey and this desire for me to want to actually um, see, understand, be around, um, get to know who and what God was. And so it started me on this path of you know trying to live a life that was um, in some way, shape, or form um, adhering to the principles of God. Um, what I lacked as a kid was understanding of those principles mm. um, because ministry many times doesn't teach you practical understanding of how to live in the world that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so we ascribe to the the Bible stories of David and, and Solomon and of Jesus, but we, we fail to realize that they still lived. They were in, they had lives. You know, they still had to deal with the very things that we deal with today, with sin, with lust, with sexual identity and, you know, all of these factors that ministry in many cases doesn't want to touch. Mm. But those are things that we deal with. And so I was a really, really confused young man when it came to understanding principles, precepts and concepts of God. I was taught to fear God, That's meaning right. like be scared of God is the way that I received. So, you know, you, you didn't want to cuss because it was going to make God mad. You know, you didn't want to yell because it's going to make God mad. You didn't want to talk crazy or say something wrong because it's going to make God mad. And and fear, as I know it now, is respect. 
respect mm-hmm. for the principles and the precepts of the Lord. And so I don't do something because I know it's going to hurt what I love, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow That's not what I was taught. Um, and then having um, an understanding of, of prophetic gifts and things of that nature. So I'm yes. dreaming dreams and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm going to them and, hey, well, I dreamed last night. And I woke up and I saw my body sleep and something real tall that was glowing was standing next to me. What is that? Oh, go read the book of Daniel. I don't understand what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 14. What is that? Right. You know, and so you're giving me, I'm telling you, I don't know what this is. And it's showing up all the time in my dreams. And, you know, I'm seeing thrones and long lines and I'm seeing the end and I'm telling y'all and y'all like, oh, that sounds like revelation. What is revelation? Mm -hmm. And so I went through all those seasons of the morality of being a believer, which caused me not to be able to do a lot of things that other people did. Um, which kept me safe, which kept me out of trouble. Um, but then I also wanted to, as I got older, a more under, greater understanding of what it meant to be a Christian and what it meant to have a relationship with God, not as unto the rules, but the action steps. Mm-hmm. How to live a life of, of that's pleasing to God, knowing I'm going to never, ever be perfect at it. The Bible says that our righteousness is as unto filthy rags. Meaning what I think is great and good to God is trash because you'll never, ever measure up. And so having a healthy understanding of that, I'm working to be as good as those rags. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not perfect because we're born in sin and we're shaped in iniquity. And so um, after going through a lot of different transitions with ministry and church and finding me and exploring myself and what I like, what I don't like, um, I was led to... um, an amazing leader, um, my, my, my current leader, um, Apostle Trey Davis, who is amazing, who just shattered every single religious perspective I've ever had in my life. Wow. Every single one. Like, I said, God, you know, it's really, really hard to, like, stump me. It's really hard. I always have something to say. <laughs> so to sit in a class with him and you're like, oh, my God. That's what that means? So he said... I am about to go through a new class of ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is not one of those for sport things. I had to write a five-page paper about why I felt the Lord was calling me to do this. The paper got a grade that came with the meeting about this is these are the these are the dynamics. Um, it wasn't no quick sign up on Facebook or get you a little certification off of Google. No, this was a year and a half of training, and you were only able to miss two days. In a year and a half, I missed one because my current employer had a uh, had an event that I had to be at. Mm-hmm. Two days, a year and a half, red hill, sleet or snow, or you're out. Mm. Discipline. And so, and if you wanted to, you had to do it. And so, you know, you got to take a test and everything goes like that. There's an ordination. You get the oil poured in your all that stuff. So that was just the formal component. Mm -hmm. That had nothing to do with the action steps. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many other areas, you know, you get the title, but now the title comes with responsibility of execution. And so... um, in the midst of all that, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. You know, I have these major ideas about cultivating people and leadership and mm-hmm. growth and power and strength and, ideas, you know, pulling people together. And so um, I formed Authentic Movement, which is about 
teaching people how to be the best versions of themselves where they are on their way to where they're going. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm passionate about growth and I'm creative and I want everyone to win. And I was like, well, God, how do I do this? Um, Because I'm I'm, I'm big on dreams. I'm big on pouring into people and I want people to be the best that they can possibly be. And, you know, I just have a natural charisma and an affinity to make people better. It's an easy thing and a passion for me to want us to do it and to be what we need to be and walk in our God-given talent and authority. And I don't want to be um, the inspiration because inspiration is simple. It, it requires nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm an action person. I'm an action step person. So I begin to pray about how to give people tools to be their best self, whether that's the janitor for this year, mm-hmm. the best janitor. You want to get every single award, and you're going to be confident in what that. I always tell the story that there will be two people doing the same job, and you can tell the difference between one who has passion mm-hmm. and one does not by their posture. Absolutely. And that's the understanding that I'm being groomed for something greater. And so authentic movement is about training people, places, and things, turning people, places, and the things to the best versions of what they need to. Um, and so this year, um, in April of uh, April this year, my best friend, um, who I've been friends with, brother, for 20 years past, um, which was probably the most devastating thing that has ever happened to me in my life to this day. Before him, it was my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Before him, it was my sister and my aunt within a day of each other. And so I'm not telling anyone that's that's listening that I don't know what pain is. But what I can say is that ministry was ill-equipped to minister to that struggle. Wow. And it was ill-equipped to understand that I'm a black man who's a strong black man, who's a serving black man, who gives a lot of himself to his people and his community. And and they were ill-equipped to even see that I was hurting. Mm. Didn't know how to comfort it. It was like, oh, you'll be okay. My family didn't even know what to do with it. It was kind of like, oh, it's going to be okay. But you're crying at night. And, 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 and you're walking. I was up at three and four in the morning when he passed because mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep crying to sleep every single night, you know, watching them going to see him for the final time. I literally had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt emotional pain physically a day in my life. And to go through all of those things and have nobody to coach you through it. And, and the depression and the suicide, those are things are real, but Ministry is well, ill equipped. It's supposed to help, right? It's supposed to help. And 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 if you have a, I, got, I have questions. Yeah, you have. If you have good leadership, <laughs> um, that understand these things, absolutely. And you have a soft space to land and a safe space to be comforted, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. they will. My struggle as a man was that I'm strong. Ah. So you know, and you've seen me around walking around mm-hmm. hurt. But but was but I I'm, I'm gonna serve. That's it. But God was slowing me down. And that's the mentality, though, Toby. That I feel like society mm-hmm. and and you know I'm already thinking this scripture in my head. <laughs> be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. Jesus. Romans two one and twelve one and two. Yes, I got it. And, and so those are the things that I have questions about, Toby. That's what I'm saying. Because if we know those wor- words, Romans what? 12, 1, and 2. I, I can't tell you the ver- Be ye not conformed. Mm-hmm. To this world. So if we're telling people to be ye not conformed, mm-hmm. but we're pressing them to keep moving. You're a man. Be strong. You can't show emotion. Um, you're not supposed to buckle under pain and pressure. You're not supposed to because you are a spiritually strong and spiritually sound person. 
Does that, and this is the church saying this though. Yeah. I mean, does <laughs> not not fall under the, because, and, and, and you guys have to understand too, as I'm saying these things, I'm not saying them Amiss, to be. you've lived them. Yes. And I'm not saying it to be like, what well, they said, what well, they said. No, serious questions. This has been my life. These are serious questions for a 46-year-old woman who grew up Baptist. And then by the time she was, what, 14, 15, where, or 13, 14, maybe younger than that, that we're church of God in Christ now. My parents are saved and I got to, I'm saved. I should say, I got to get saved because my parents didn't force us to. But we were seeing a lot at that time. Things like you said, that you're not used to. You know, you're you're seeing things in your dreams and you don't understand them. And then you walk over and you tell somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, that's it. But if I begin to act on those dreams and, and like you said, I'm a man of action. Mm-hmm. So even though you were young, you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? What mm-hmm. am I supposed to do with this? Yep. Do you feel like you got the direction you needed to be able to do what you needed to do with that stuff? I went through stages. So you're, you're talking about finding God in English class. Finding the Lord as a Mm 14-year-old and him introducing or or drawing me to him through someone else because at the time I was going through a lot of abuse and, you know, just a lot of just terrible things as a kid. And so when you were having the dreams, though, you would go to your family and say... See, see, my my parents, like most of us, our parents know that God exists. And there are times where you figure out that they know that God exists, like in loss or funeral or, or job or money or something like that. When I say ill-equipped, I knew even as a young person that there was a deficiency in all of my family uh, to even understand what yeah, I was saying. They, really couldn't they couldn't. But who I was looking for guidance from was the ministry, yeah. the church I was going to at the time. And because I was a kid... Who they already had preconceived notions about. I was a young man who was who was molested. And so I was going through my own identity struggles. Right, right. Do you want to be with this one? Do you want to be with that right. one? Should you date her? Should you date him? I don't like the way that I feel. I didn't ask for this. I didn't like I said, just touch me. These are all the things. But then you're taught to be afraid to say because you don't want to be judged. Absolutely. Right. And so these are spaces. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, on top of trying to be the perfect son, mm-hmm. the perfect student. Your parents are going through a nasty divorce. It's probably you're in the middle of all of this and there's nobody. The church is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a soft place to land and a safe place to grow. Yeah. And in most spaces, it is. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, people's experiences that are negative are so highlighted because negativity travels. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so... Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the ministry is bad because that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But many people have had the very experiences that I've had. Yeah. And some of them I know have, have taken their lives because they couldn't do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about the, the strength of what it meant to be a kid being exposed, I was looking for direction. Like, right. I don't exactly. know what this is. Like, yeah. I, it's some little light force. Stand, yeah. I woke up and I and saw my body. questions as a kid. We're, we're just trying to understand and it was to me it almost seemed like they couldn't give me answers either because it was like mm, this is confusing because you have somebody you have this over here saying this but then i'm experiencing this but you telling me that i'm not supposed to do and feel that that i'm experiencing but I, i'm confused like then what i'm mm-hmm. confused mm-hmm. 
Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, yes. so I am you 14. Walk very confused. Yeah, very, very confused. Yeah. And then the onus is on you uh-huh. to figure it out. Yeah. And so there's a scripture that says that the that the, the traditions of men make the word of God of not effect. Mm. There's a very serious, it's a fine line because tradition saves and has saved a lot of people. The issue is that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm-hmm. He is the same. We change and adapt per the knowledge and the understanding that we come into, right? Mm-hmm. And so as I get, the Bible says, in all that I get and get an understanding, mm-hmm. what many people don't know how to do is understand and properly break down and absorb or digest the word in a way that it can be practically walked out in their lives. Absolutely. Like to say, faith without works is dead. What does that mean? Yeah. So so I believe in God, but what is the work? Mm-hmm. Like, like what, what is the work that I'm supposed to be doing? Because then you said, well, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Then faith without works is dead. Then what is the work that I'm supposed to do that's supposed to please God? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for y'all to tell me. And so you spend a lot of time in the wilderness, in the desert, yes. trying to get to the promised land, <laughs> um, walking back and forth in circles. In 40 nights, and and everybody that you was walking with is just as confused as you was, and half of them die, and then you and three other people get over to the land because somebody, and it was right there. there. But the leader, in in his or her religiousness, or religiosity as I like to call it, didn't want to humble themselves Mm. to build you. And so, for me, it was like, listen... I, this 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 Jesus thing is something that the the day that I got it, I could never walk away from it because it 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 did something to the core of who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've also learned not to put the onus and the responsibility on you or anyone else for what I get because God said, "Oh, to work out your own soul salvation." And then all that I get and get an understanding. Mm-hmm. And so people get mad because I I'm the one that will ask a thousand and five questions. We've both been together in meetings, and I will ask. I <laughs> he no, is. Oh Excuse gosh. me. Um, please. I don't know what. Jesus, what is that? Please, please. <laughs> what? What did you just say? Because I don't understand what that is. Y'all, I'm ready. Y'all gonna be mad when you get a requirement that you don't understand, right. and That's you're in true. trouble Very and penalized mm-hmm. because you left here telling them that you got it and you didn't. Absolutely. I'm not that one. Absolutely. You know, and so getting an understanding requires you to break stuff down and to ask questions. Um, the old school way of ministry was to teach fear of God as into being scared to sin against God, not understanding that you're born in sin and you're shaped in iniquity and that you would always be a sinner, mm-hmm. period. You know, I, I love that you said the old way, because for me, um, and I was just talking to uh, my business manager, April, about this um, road trip to wellness really is wellness for the modern black woman and i say for the modern black woman and actually i said spiritual wellness for the modern black woman because it's such a huge part mm-hmm. of who i am and it yep. shaped me so much yep. um however i mean I, I didn't want to just segment it and make road trip to wellness all about spiritual wellness however that's what it is exactly about is understanding the old ways of things that we were taught 
and realizing, and this was some of the best advice that I've had, on, I've gotten on my road trip, and I actually <laughs> got this last year at, um, I went to a event in Chicago for Hana Hana Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and a young lady there was doing tarot and she said, or tarot, people call it tarot, tarot cards, whatever. And she said, there is more than one way to get to the same destination. And that resonated with me so much because there were so many lanes in my life mm-hmm. where people made me feel like this is the only way you can get there. This is the only way you can get there. And this is the only way to get there. And not to say, and because I, I was, I'm rooted in Christianity. I am. And so we were taught mm-hmm. that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And there's Facts. only one way. That's the, yes. There is only one mm-hmm. way. She about to make me shout, y'all. I'm going to run. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I know the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it, it still left me just a, very confused, especially with um, when I was in my yoga teacher training um, all last year. And um, just very enlightening. It was very enlightening. I felt like I had been bamboozled because it was... I felt like, well, this is what has been said, but you guys put it that way, but you gave no options. You said that it had to be this way. Now, I know that there are some things. Mm. There are no, um, I don't know, extra ways to get there or whatever. I do be- I, I do understand that and believe that, but I do believe um, that we serve a God that is full of grace. You know what's interesting that because as you're talking, you said that this is the way, right? So if I want to get to Philadelphia or to New York, how many ways Absolutely. can I get there? Mm-hmm. Right? I can take I can walk, mm-hmm. um, which for me it would be whatever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I could walk. I could ride a bike. I could get a scooter. I could get a moped. Um, I could drive a car. I could hit the train. I could hit a ride. I could fly. I could take a boat. Mm-hmm. There are more than 10 or 15 different ways to get to the same place. Yeah. The, the issue is, is that ministry has told me that there was only one storyline. Mm-hmm. God just said, I need you to be here, mm-hmm. right? And And so, but we don't, Ask the follow-up questions, right? Oh, so, so God, how? Amen. God's like, bang, that's, that's what it. I needed you to tell that's me. I, I needed you to ask me how to get there. Run me the play. And so now I'm telling you, you know what? Okay, cool. So I need you to get um, to New York. Exactly. God, I don't got no money. Talk to me. That's what I'm talking about. You ain't got no money. So I need you to pray right now to me for the for the wealth or whatever it is that you need because I'm the one asking you to get to the, dines- the destination. Okay, my hand is up. Like I'm in school, I have a question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. So we're saying that. Mm-hmm. This is where I wanted to get y'all. I've been waiting <laughs> for these moments. I'm telling you, you just don't understand. There are so many things along that destination that happen. Trying to get there. Um, because like you're saying, God is saying then exactly. You ask the right question. Ask me the question. Just ask. Ask and you should receive. So 
There are so many ways to ask. There are so many ways um, that we get the gifts and the messages and things like that. How do you feel about those types of things? Because from a Christianity perspective, um, there's certain ways. Mm -hmm. But me, as a spiritual wellness specialist, I'm getting a certification. And as a, you know, I'm well into mindfulness and meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just thinking of all of those different ways, Talvi, that have been um, exposed to me. Um, These are ways that I can get the messages. And this was a conversation that I had with somebody just a few weeks ago. Um, And a guy said to me, um, my friend told him that I was a yoga instructor. And he said, oh, you're a yoga instructor? Yep. And he said, yoga. He's like, but isn't that like just chanting? I mean, people have all of these weird ideas about what they have been told that it is. And oh, this is what he says. Aren't you just during meditation? Aren't you just filling your mind with nothing? And so my thing, first, first of all, I'm like, there is never a time when I'm sitting quietly. That's the reason I do meditation, because there's never a time when my mind is filled with nothing. (laughs) Never. I wish. I'm just trying to quiet the outside noise. So if we liken that. Mm -hmm. to the word that we know and that we've been taught and Mm -hmm. trained Mm -hmm. to listen to the still small Small voice. voice. I'm so glad you brought that point back up. I've been waiting on this, y'all. I don't even understand. So. Like, people get like, what do you think that is? What do you think meditation? How are you supposed to hear, Talvi, when, like I told you, the baby is crying, Mm -hmm. the next door neighbor is knocking on my door, somebody, these dogs outside is barking across the street, they bark all night long, I mean, there's so much noise, your boss is calling, there's a virtual call, you know, people are dialing your phone, like there's so much noise around you on a daily basis that if you don't get somewhere to be able to get hit the line, just on the main line, to get to the main line, to even get those messages, to even get those words. When are you supposed to do that? At church on Sunday? Too much prompt and circumstance. Too much prompt and circumstance. Um, I just feel like... So this this is Psalms 1, 1 and 2. You know, I've been dying to talk about that. You know, I was waiting. (laughs) It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So God has given you a makeup of what type of man or what type of posture that a man or a woman should not walk in. Mm. Blessed is the man that walketh, meaning destination, your feet don't move. Um, Man that walketh not in the counsel, the company Mm -hmm. of the ungodly. You can be in the company, but you don't walk in their way. You're not like them. You Mm -hmm. represent me. Mm -hmm. Nor standeth in the way of sinners, meaning my posture is just like theirs. There's no difference. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Wrath, right? But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Meditation. Meditate. Those words was in the scripture. And was that the message? That Psalm, no, that's King James. That, that's King that Psalms James. one. No message version. One through two. And and so let's 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 break down the term meditate. 
And so meditate. You should see how I'm looking at him because I'm like, (laughs) please bring it on down. Meditate um, is a Hebrew word and it means hagal. That's how it's pronounced. Um, And it says to moan, to growl, to utter, to muse, to mutter, to meditate, to roar, to growl, to groan. Um, It's a primitive root word. Um, to murmur is implication to ponder. Mm. So meditating is to ponder on the goodness of something. So God said to me on his law, I doth meditate, meditate day and night. I ponder, mm-hmm. I think about, mm-hmm. I absorb, I consume mm-hmm. in my thought process, God. Mm. So if you're telling me to meditate, you're telling me to sit and to ponder your word. People, I hope y'all getting this because I'm serious. This is something that has rested on my heart for so, so very long. We have got to get this because, Tavi, I told you, the reason that I I stress so strongly that you know, that you know, that you know, is because (laughs) people are dying in the church. I was raised Church of God in Christ. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying anything. If that's what you want to do, do you. When it comes to religion. But what I'm saying is when people are walking in and they are in your church house, mm-hmm. in your house of God, and people are, and I'm coming from a total wellness perspective, a health and wellness perspective, <laughs> and people are overweight, people, and I'm not saying all, but the vast majority. Child. Something I'm not saying something has to be done. I'm not going to say that because people can do what they want to do in their own establishments. But we've got to do better because we know the history of African-Americans and the church. Before we go to the doctor, y'all don't understand the battle that I have. This man, he on the mic right now, but he still run too. Mm-hmm. He, the Tommy will run too. Child. He'll see me coming. He'll be like, oh, oh God, she, here she come. She got, what she got, she got, she, me, she she got, got some asparagus. <laughs> or, 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 or got me over here looking like Roger but Rabbit. But guess what he just started doing? Working out. Yeah, I gotta get this body right. You know, we're trying but, to be here. I mean, it's it really it, like we have got to do better. And we have because we have a responsibility. The church has a responsibility to the African American community and culture. To the health, we are in a pandemic, y'all. <laughs> People are dying mm-hmm. at rates that are unimaginable. <clears throat> it's it's interesting that you say so. So when we were talking about this, y'all, like last week or the week before, um, obviously I was I, I call it my George Jefferson. That's when I get my walk on. And so um, when I come like, hey, what you doing? I'm on my George Jefferson. It's it's a six o'clock, and I'm pretty sure that's what you was doing. But we were we were talking about um, when she just said the still small voice, and I asked her the question, "What is a still small voice?" And so we we kind of broke that down, and I said. God will not compete with anything else. Mm. Therefore, you never see in the word God yelling at anybody. That means he's in competition with something. And that means he doesn't know his value. Ain't that it. Therefore, he's not going to yell. He will whisper. Why are you whispering? If you think about when you want your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your loved one to hear something, you pull them close to you, mm. into your presence, into your environment, to your atmosphere, and you whisper. And a whisper is intimate. 
A still small voice requires you to shift your your perspective or your position closer to God so he can speak to you, which is a whisper. So that takes some form of action. Meditation, pondering, thinking, quieting the noise, because I can, I'm not going to yell over your life. I'm not going to yell over your eating habits. I'm not going to yell over your suit. I'm not yelling over it. I want you to stop and listen to me. And the only way that I can speak to you is if you get quiet. That's it. Because I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to yell. She just said, and so we, we, we talked about that. And then we got into the, the whole, the presenting, because how can you, and, and I hate to say it this way, you can look all over the body. I don't give a care what, what church, what ministry it is. And you see a pastor who's 785,000 pounds, who literally sits in a pulpit and preaches sitting down, who got diabetes, kidney disease, and heart, heart, but you telling me to present myself whole, no. No. As a living sacrifice. So the scripture says, it's Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, brethren, I beseech you, you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transferred by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When we thought about transformation, transformation is a shifting of perspective. That can only happen when you shut yourself up. That whisper, that still small voice that we were just talking about. I'm just sitting here, y'all. Y'all should just sit <laughs> Trying to engage your mind yes. so you can transform. The term prove um, in this context um, is dakamozo, and it's a verb, which is an action, um, and it means to test, literally or figur- figuratively. By implication, to approve, allow, discern, examine, to test, examine, prove, scrutinize whether a thing is genuine or not. Present your body to see if it to as a living sacrifice so it can be examined to prove, to scrutinize whether it is genuine. Your presentation is genuine. So if you weigh a thousand and eighty five billion pounds and you telling me that I need to be healthy, I'm not trying to hear nothing that you talk about. Sorry. Presentation. Is everything. <laughs> is everything. And I'm not saying any of these things to demean anybody, you guys. But this is, a, I'm telling you, this is real. Mm-hmm. And things that I have struggled with as a Christian most mm-hmm. of my life, as a follower of Christ yep. all of my life, yep. a lot of times. And then now as a yogi. These are, I mean, it, it's, it's, we, I, I just want people to open their minds and their hearts to new ideas that could be just as, if not even more helpful. So, verse two talked about be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think one of the reasons why people I love that you brought that up. are so laxed in their willingness to try or attempt to do something different 
is simply because they don't understand. And so Proverbs 4 um, and 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. And so the world, um, service providers, business people, branders, health coaches, um, anyone that's in a form of position of leadership, whether it's ministry, you're, you're in your pursuit of becoming informed and gaining wisdom, you have an obligation to understand that which you are obligated to give back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. ministry is, it's as there's a great falling away right now of millennials who are tired of church mm-hmm. because it doesn't, it, it's not relatable. I remember being um, at my former ministry as a youth leader. And I remember um, trying to figure out, I love kids. I love young people. Um, trying to bring the word alive in a way that they could relate to it because the these, the days, and the thou's and thou shalt don't make sense to a 14-year-old. Yeah. So I'm a transparent person. I'll tell you in a minute that, you know, I've had a ticket. I've had a suspended license. I've been in hand because I have no issue with sharing. That doesn't bother me at all. But in order to unlock your understanding, we have to use unorthodox ways. If God talked to Moses through a bush and through a donkey, then that was the way to get his attention because obviously the other ways weren't catching him, right? And so if it's in all that getting, get it. Wisdom is a principal thing, meaning to be wise is principal, right? Mm -hmm. Therefore, get wisdom and with all that getting, get an understanding. Um, God wants you to be smart, but he also wants you to be informed mm. because it's not for you. Mm. Road trip to wellness is not for Lorona Dixon. It's for the people. It's for the community. There's a mandate to make my people better representations of myself. The issue with the church is that we're unorthodox. Um, I think it's Mark 7 and 13 because um, that's where I was at earlier before we switched this wonderful conversation. Um, seven and thirteen. This is just a just a timely conversation because there's so many parallels, um, in the Bible, um, to what is happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you said that early on. Um, and we should not limit ourselves to how we place limits on God all the time, y'all. And yeah. it, that. And if we're thinking about and pe- law of attraction, people say all of those things. At the end of the day, y'all, it's the same thing. We think what you're thinking. If you're thinking it and you continue thinking it, I've had that problem. I, I do have that problem. I will spin a web in my head and I will stay there forever and ever. And if you keep those thoughts there, what you think of, it is so. God said, um, Whatsoever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The term heart in the Greek is mind, because your heart doesn't feel it, your mind does. So what do we do to change those things? You transform. We know. And how do you transform? We do that through Road Trip to Wellness. We talk about all these things, not just with the Bible or anything like but we can crystals for energy. We use essential oils, all affirmations. Um I mean, it's all working together for the good of those. Love the Lord and call according to his purpose. Do you understand the parallels that are happening? It says, Mark 7 and 13 says, making the word of God of non-effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such things do ye. And so 
a lot of people just will say, you know, the, we, we use scripture to justify or de-justify that which we were thinking. Um, everything that was placed in the earth was placed in the earth by God when he created it in the very, very beginning. Everything mm-hmm. that's here that was named, whether that's the fowls of the air, the fowls of the sea, fish, birds, plants, all these things were things that he created. Um, every natural um, remedy for your body is in the earth. This is why um, you can eating certain things, which is what I'm learning. Because if you know me, I'm a snacker. Mm-hmm. Um, you can change your habits. I was on a on a call last night um, with some some of my mentors, and um, we were talking about fasting. And one of the guys said his his uh, his his mother in law had a bladder tumor, and they fasted for four days, and the tumor shrunk. Mm. In forty-eight, about 50%. And so he had said to me to read Isaiah 58. And so I was like, okay. And so 58 says, um, where was it at? Wherefore have ye fasted, saying, They and thou seest not whereof have we afflicted our soul, and thou uh, takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast ye find pleasure and exact all thy labors. Behold, ye fast for strife and and debt. I'm trying to find the one because it talked about when you fast and when you afflict yourself, when you pull yourself away from the table, you you guard your heart and your mind, Mm. you bring health back to your system. You bring health. And so we know that your body needs greens, living food, not processed. And and trust me, I will tell you. I am a fan of a good pizza. I'm a fan of a good fried meal. He's a fan of a good Pepsi. Yes, there's some one sitting right next to me. Um, but at the end of the day, um, we're, we're, we're bringing life back to our systems. And so when people are misinformed about a process, the first thing we say is it's, it's, it's the devil. Mm. A job is the devil. You know, uh, a a business is the devil. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, you we make serving God angry, angry, boring, scary, deeply mysterious, cultish in many ways. (laughs) Like I don't want to do all that. I'm just gonna go ahead and sin and live my life. And if I go to hell, I go to hell. That's how people feel now. But there is joy in understanding principles and practical understanding of of what God meant when He gave us these things. Thank you for that. You know, and so for 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 you to say, hey, you should go to a therapist. That's the devil. Pray about it. No, because God gave us doctors, natural medicine and spiritual medicine. Why would he allow somebody to come up with an understanding of how the brain functions mm-hmm. and dopamines and, and hormones and pheromones so that we can tell you what God does not want is for anything to be worshipped. Other than himself. Mm. And so a doctor, just like your car, your clothes, your hair, and anything else that you revere can become an idol to you. Mm. And so if health is what God is, is what makes you wealthy because the Lord uses us to accomplish his goals. Mm. How can he do that when you're unhealthy mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally? Thank you for that. How can that happen? It doesn't happen. And so people, well, you, you, you using sage. Let's break that down. <laughs> let's, let's, it's, it's an herb. Uh-huh. It's something that was in the earth. 
and 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 I may get crucified for this. It is what it is. I'm a big boy. Um, I feel like this because even some of these things mess with my with my religiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know you're taught and you're taught to believe that nothing is greater than God. But what we don't understand is that God gives us remedies. And so I'm not worshiping the fact that the peppermint oil calmed my nerves. Absolutely, that it's God, heal, it's healing that He actually created. Right. Um, we we're the type of people. Some people can be so religiously deep that you would pray over a headache versus taking the Tylenol. <laughs> right. That God allowed yeah. to be created to mm-hmm. cure the quick fix headache. Like, why are you coming to me for things that you can fix? That's it. You know what I'm saying like things that you. I put the remedy in the earth for you. Uh, our neighbor and an old coworker. She says she listens to T.D. Jakes um, and Stephen Furtner quite often, mm-hmm. and said that we were listening. To a T.D. Jason, that's something that he said. God said, I'm not, in, I want a house. God, and they were talking about trees or something. And God said, I'm not in the business of making houses. I make trees. That's what I created. <laughs> I create trees. So I'm giving you the tools. To build it yourself. That you need in order to make that happen. Faith. Without works, works is, is dead. And I'm giving you everything you need. I believe we have every, we've been given everything we need mm-hmm. right here. Yep. And we're so busy looking for all these outside things instead of, like you said, just saying, you ask. What did you ask for? You, thank you for asking, God says. I can do that for you. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what you, so you wanted the, you so you wanted the, the five bedroom house, um, and, but right now you're single, right? So I'm not giving you that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. Can see if you hadn't have asked, you would have went ahead and got this loan. But see, what you didn't know was that four months later, you know, you would be out of a position, That's and it. you couldn't, and you could, and you're going to make it harder for me to do what I want to do for you in the end. Ask and it shall be given. Seeking you shall find. Yes. Knocking the door will be, will be open unto you. We fail in that all I get in getting understanding piece because we never ask. God, we never ask for clarity and he will give it. It's that whisper. Remember that meditating piece we talked about? That's stopping to ponder. God, David in the word, when um their 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 village was ravaged and their and their and their sons and daughters and men and women were stolen. The Bible, what I love about David, David always inquired of God before he did anything. He always asked God what to do. Always. And he said, God, so I sh- shall I pursue, overtake, and cover all? God said, yes, you shall pursue, overtake, and cover all. And what I love about that, you ask God a question, and God repeated right back to you the very answer to what you asked, the same way you asked the question. Mm. So, you, God, I want a house. Okay, Talby, thank you for asking me for a house. What type of house do you want? That's it, yeah. Well, God, I want this, this, and this. And we're always told to be very specific. specific because God does read minds, but He wants to. He wants. It's His. It's His pleasure to bless. And so, God, I want to be a multimillionaire. Toby, how mm-hmm. do you want to be a multimillionaire? What do you want to do with this? And then you're engaging God in conversation, and you become so comfortable that you get closer. Yes. And now He's whispering. So, okay, I got it. You want to be a multimillionaire, so I need you to work on your business. So, because I'm going to use that to bring people to me. Mm. And in the process, I'm going to make you great, right? So, so you, you have a passion for health and wellness, and I'm going to make you a household name. 
through health and wellness, surrender your craft to me. I'll breathe on it and it'll grow as long as you keep me at the center of it. Don't be concerned about how they perceive your methodology because they didn't like Jesus's either. Remember, he showed up as 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 talking about I'm a king. And they're like, where your kingdom at, champ? Where your, where your chariots at? You know, the Romans over here doing their thing. We thought she was going to come in. My kingdom isn't of this world. Mm. See, if I wanted to, I could call a thousand legions of angels down here and mess all of this stuff up. Mm. Y'all don't know who I am. Y'all don't know who I serve. Mm. But, you know, I'm not going to do all that because God was into demonstration. He came and did things as what you're doing that were so unorthodox that it caused confusion. Wow. When he, when the man said he couldn't see and he took the spit and he spit in his hand and wiped mud in his eyes and he asked the man what he saw, he said, I see people as giants. God was like, that ain't what I want you to see. <laughs> That's, I can see. Pick up your bag and walk. The man that had leprosy, God simply said, walk and he did it. The, the young, uh, Jairus' daughter, when she was dead, Jesus walked in and he was frustrated. He's like, what are y'all crying for? The, she ain't dead. She sleep. Jairus, get them out, get them out, get everybody out the house because see, their unbelief is killing me. I can't move in unbelief. Your lack of faith is more stronger. Mm-hmm. And God will only side with where he gets, where he's welcome, where he's wanted. So Jesus put everybody out. He grabbed the little girl's hand and said, damsel, get up. And she got up. Mm-hmm. Unorthodoxed. God doesn't do comfortable. The Lord doesn't operate in spaces that are comfortable for us because nothing that he has ever done was comfortable. Absolutely. Nothing. And so with with road trip to wellness and, and, and getting people to understand healing, the Lord simply needs to be at the center of your movement. Mm-hmm. He'll give you practical steps in ways and it may cause people to be upset, whatever. I sent you just like I sent Jesus and he knew that and I knew so did he when he went that people were going to disagree with him. I put him in the face of his enemies and he and he trumped them every single time, even up to the point where they had him crucified was all a part of the plan. He confused people with his deity. He took off. Matter of fact, I'm sorry. He took off all things that were God Mm -hmm. so he could live like us. He took all of that off. Thank you. So he could live like us. So he could have experiences, pain, wrath. He cried when Lazarus died. They said he showed up and he was in tears, knowing that he had the power, but he had a human reaction. Mm -hmm. Then he said, all right, all right, y'all. Lazarus, come on out of there. And Lazarus got up and said, hey, unorthodox. So things that have never been seen. And and you can't allow um, the religious nature of people's belief system. People believe so much in a doctrine that they completely move God out of the way. That you believe in what the pastor said more than the person who gave him the word, the living word. God's trying to get life into us through this. Ponder, doth meditate day and night. He said, I will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Mm. Not on your issue, your problem, or your stuff. On me. Because I'm the solution. I am. Rona, you know what? I need the airways to understand Um that some of my representatives have got it wrong. So I'm going to put a press in your spirit and I'm going to allow you to be confused for a season and for a moment 
so you can ponder this deep mystery mm-hmm. of why I have been removed from things that I created. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 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 allow you to start working on healing and delivering people mm-hmm. through practical things that are in my word. You may not know it yet, but I'm going to continue to bring you the information so that I get the glory, that I get the praise, but I'm using you to do it. Y'all See, I can't God, come he, in. He blows me away every time. <laughs> he blows me away every time. Can't come in and I can't come in and do it myself. I lock myself out. I gave the earth and dominion to y'all. What I need is permission to move through you. Mm. How many other people have been given the same task as you and have fumbled it through lack of integrity, big egos, not wanting to be patient? How long have you sat on your dream and your goal waiting for the right moment and then God continued to make things uncomfortable to the point where he caused a situation to happen and get you to move. And and so now the lessons that we have learned. Yes, the work can be done. Like that. You you've said that before, I've said that before. I knew what I was supposed to do. I knew what I was supposed to do. Mm. And I didn't. And so God says cool. Now you're comfortable. Let me go ahead and ruffle your feathers right quick and get you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um and so now you're doing the healing work. To anybody that's listening, that's watching, I don't give a care what your task is. Keep God in the middle and ask. Our biggest mistake, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. That's you don't my, ask. You don't request. God is God is a gentleman. I, 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 I hear that all the time. Yeah. He's not just going to show up in Bogard. Right. He ain't. And you guys, here, th- these are times... When I begin to insert the things, if you are not a Christian, these are the times that I begin to insert what you do know, which is parallel to what we were saying. Yep. All of the resources, all of the things that are being said, um, there is so much that is available to us um, that matches up. To exactly what Tavi is saying. And so even as he was saying, um, renewing of the mind and transformation, and in order for those things to happen, you have to get still and you have to get quiet and you have to begin to meditate. And then um, if we're thinking about affirmations and bringing, manifesting these things, what are, I'm going to tell you some of the folks that I listen to in order to affirm myself. Justin Perry, you are creators. Spiritual shit. Mm. I listened to that podcast. Black Girl in Ohm. They were the ones that really enlightened me on so much over the last couple of years. But there are resources out there that are saying the very same things that Mr. Patterson here is saying and that I am saying. It's the same thing. So, and and Tavi, I'm going to ask you this question. As I'm talking and what I'm talking about, I feel like I'm saying I'm making it very plain and very simple for people. <laughs> Am I making it too plain and too simple for people and making it like it's I'm brushing over things and just smoothing them? Because I revere, I do. I revere God. I really do. I hold him at the highest esteem. However, I don't ever want to make it like I'm diminishing what anybody anybody's beliefs mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. or so no, in saying no, no, all of this no, that's the understanding no. that I'm wanting people no. to get and understand no. is that and I always say this even in my workshops that I've done even when we work together you guys this is not rocket science it's not it's not it's not rocket science 
But when you are transforming, transforming the mind, that takes time. And it's work. Yeah, it is work. But what I was getting at, and even in saying that, even your the name of your company, Authentic Movement, that's how you get to who you truly are. Your true, authentic you that takes time. Movement takes is walking towards yes. your place. Like there, there's a there's a story in the Bible, and it it there, I, I forget where it is, but there there's there's one pool of water where healing took place, and an angel would come down and trouble the water, and there was this one man that was lame that was sitting by the water, and he could never get in. Um, and 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 I please don't quote me. Um. But somehow he received his healing. I think someone put him in or something like that. Mm. The point that I'm getting at is that in order to become better, you have to do something. God will not do everything for you. He's empowered us with the information and the tools to do it. The issue is, is that people will demonize it. Um, getting to what you're saying with meditation, Psalms 46 and 10 says to be still, silence yourself. I, as a, I'm a teacher and a college professor as well. Mm-hmm. And so... Ron has been around me for programs, and I always tell people to pause. Pause takes away the need to say, shut up, be quiet. Pause means to stop and to listen. Be still. Waiting for instruction Mm -hmm. and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth, right? So to be still is to reverence the power that is before me. And to know is to agree that something is greater than you. Mm. And so I'm still and I'm knowing that he's God. Mm. He said, I will be exalted among the heathen. Those that are misinformed, I'm sending you to exalt me with the simple things in the earth before them. Think about Christ. Jesus he, he's using the devil to heal people. No, see, that was a level of understanding. You haven't been transformed yet. Mm. And so you think that I would use the enemy's power to do God's work? Mm. Light and darkness don't have that type of fellowship. They don't have any fellowship at all, right? And so I will be exalted among the heathen. Those people that are misinformed that don't know me, I'm, I'm going to be exalted among them because you chose wow. to make me bigger in your practice. At the core of everything that we're talking about that she's saying when it comes to road trip it is a destination and a decision Mm. to want to be better a trip requires planning and it requires changing of perspective and destinations and positions when i go home we have to drive to the other side of town if not i'm in the living room Mm -hmm. In someone else's destination, which does not belong to me. It's not my place of comfort. So when you're not in your your predestined space, your place, you're uncomfortable because you're living by the rules and the orders of someone else's space. When you're in your own, when you've made it to your destination, then you can do that which you were predestined to do. Road trip. Keyword road. Where's your path? Where are you supposed to be going? What trip are you supposed to be taking on your rope to become well, to your best self? 
physically, mentally, and emotionally. And with all of that, all God needs is to be in the center of it. It's not your job to argue God. It's not your job to argue God's perspective. It's your God to take the it's your job to take the word and apply it to your dealings. Remember, I told you that I was driving to church one day, and it's one of them days where you know I ain't got nothing on my mind, which is very rare for me. I'm always thinking about something, but I nothing wasn't no music playing. I was just riding in complete silence. And God said, I need you to put my word in your lessons. I was like, what? <laughs> if you know me, my face. <laughs> I said, what? <sighs> I said, God, I can't do that. He said, put my word in your lessons. I said, I can't put your word in my lesson. I want to have a job. And he said, Talvi, put my word in your lessons. I was like, how? I said, I can't get there and say, y'all, so today, John 3, 16, I'll get thrown out. God said, "Mm mm-mm. I recognize what I said. I recognize what I said. I need you to tell them what I said. I know what I said. You don't got to throw John 3, 16. Do what I'm telling you to do so I can have my way in that class. And, 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 and it's just the same thing with the world trip with wellness. Authentic movement, Patterson's perspectives, whatever you want to call it. And anybody that's building anything, make the Lord, the word, the concepts, the precepts of God, the center force of how you execute anything on your journey. Let me ask you this question then as you're saying that. And for people who do not know God mm-hmm. um, and people... Use many different terms. Yep. God, universe, yeah. spirit. How do they know and understand what it is that they need to do based on what you were just saying? So I'm I'm gonna say this and 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 I, I and these are for people new. 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 So 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 you don't know nothing about first and foremost, I encourage anybody that has been hurt by ministry, by church, feel like you've been let down by God, I want to let you know that I, that I understand. I've been in all those places, especially over these last two years of, of losing four of the most prominent people in my life. I get it. Um, but I'm going to tell you and I'm going to encourage you to try again um, because there is strength and power um, in being connected to to God, I I've never given the universe any credit for anything that I've ever had or anything that I've ever done. I I never will. That's just me. I know my relationship with God is is the strongest reason for my life and my existence. But for people who are don't believe that, still read your Bible, still read it. Everything you need is in there. God is about demonstration. And, and the Bible says to try me and prove me and see that I will not open up a window of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. It didn't say if you were saved or Christian first. Mm. God is for everybody and he loves and wants everybody. Where we struggle is the rules. It's the lack of understanding of the rules. God understands that we live in an earth that is wicked. Yeah. He gets it. What he wants you to do is live the best way that you can that brings glory to his name and shines a light on who he is as a person. That can be done. Is it difficult times? Yes. Rona will tell you, I don't even cuss. Trust me. There was a season where I was saying, mother effing every chance I could get because somebody was trying my patience. And this is with the saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled mouth. We'll cuss you clean out and go do praise and worship on Sunday morning. Yes. 
try me on the right day. That's the reality, but we don't tell people that you have to live in the world. How do you live in the world and be not of the world? And so you need the power and the understanding of the Lord and that connectivity of that still small voice, that opportunity to stop yourself and to ponder for God to say, I understand. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. get it. Yeah. Keep on going, baby. Keep on going, son. Keep on going, daughter. I see it. I, I, I know they made you mad. Listen, I got you. Be still and know that I am God. Understand, I I got it. Trust me. Trust me. I'm doing something in your life and I'm building something in you that's going to make you great. You don't got to understand it now. How many times have we both been at work and somebody tried it and they deserve to get smacked in the face with a chair? Or with a desk, or with a whole warehouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and this and this is with me with with being a man of God. Yes, those are real feelings. Oh, like you cannot say. Like that. I'm gonna smack him in the face with a whole desk. I almost you hit him with his whole chair. And you're just like, no, no, no. I'm like, but no, that's that's the reality. Because yeah. see, God can't work with my lie. He needs my truth. Mm-hmm. God, I'm angry, and I, and they gonna make me, and I want to cuss everybody out. Toby, I get it. Be angry, but don't you respond out of that. Pick up your Bible, whether you're a believer or not, and read it. I promise it'll still help you. Mm-hmm. And it, and, 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 and even in that, I'm not even asking you to believe. I'm asking you to give it a shot. Read it. Mm-hmm. It'll change your perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Because with, my, with losing my brother in April, having walked with God for quite some time, I hated him. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me about Jesus. Yeah, you did struggle there for quite. Don't 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 get don't let's not have a conversation about the Lord loves you. Because I prayed and I fasted for healing and for deliverance, and I had to watch them. I carried him to his final resting place, and I watched him lower him into the ground. I watched it after believing and going every single night to clip toenails and trim trim nose hair and, and to kiss the forehead and to believe that oh you're gonna resurrect him and I remember being um he called me one day and said Tavi God said he's gonna heal me said a man of God who was a prophet never met him a day in his life walked down put his hand on his chest and said the Lord said he's gonna heal you I had never heard him so excited going through all the pain that he had been going through the strongest black man I've ever met in my life servant leader authority figure Best friend, big brother, little big little brother, my protector will, will tear you up about me. And here it is. I'm watching his whole life deteriorate, all his goals, all his dreams. We had all these aspirations and all these things. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not married yet, but he's supposed to be my, my, my best man, the uncle to my kids. These are all things that I watched lowered into the ground after being a believer. Hmm. And I didn't want to talk to God. But I still want to do my obligation. I went to church on Sunday and encouraged everybody else to talk to him. Y'all lift up the Lord and we're going to sing these songs. And But I'm not fooling with him. And it wasn't until that morning my, my God sister called me and she said, God has been trying to talk to you for 10 years. You shut him out. And I was like, what? But I sing. I'm a minister. Mm-mm. He don't care about nothing about none of that. He don't care about none of that. He wants your attention. He wants your stillness, so he can speak to you. You ask him something, and you run right out of his presence. Wow. God, can you do this? Uh, uh, 
but I'm gone now. I went to go execute. And God's like, if you would have just waited here for five more minutes, but I could have given you the answer. People don't understand that piece there. Yeah. yeah. Like how we're having a conversation. Yeah. And then we don't wait for the direction. No. You said that earlier. You asked the question, get the direction. Then go. <laughs> I'm like, no. God, could I have asked? Thank you. And you're out. Yeah. And then you go. You don't know how you're supposed to get it. Where are you supposed to go to get it? You don't know nothing. Who are you supposed to work with? None of that. And sometimes that takes time. But you know what? Bringing it back to the theme of road trip to wellness. Wellness is a trip. Yes. It's a trip of change. It's a trip of perspective, transformation. When you're moving from mama's house to an apartment there's a level of engagement and responsibility that come with that just like with moving from a house from an apartment to a house i live in a space that i only pay a lecture bill and any other bill that i i chose that but when i get a house i'm responsible for lights gas and water which means my economy has to come up i have to kind of shred some things that i may have not had to shred in the past i got to make some adjustments financially and fiscally trip that's it. To health, to wellness. This is not just about your physical, it's about your mental, your emotional, your spiritual. We're working to change and transform you all the way. Health is one of the best aspects of it because it's how can you be whole on a cane and on a crutch? Hmm. How? I'm just saying, how can you? How can, you know, she said it last week, it threw, and I literally used this on Sunday morning. She said, we broke down the term dis disease, and she said it's yeah. disease. And I said, I "Shut that. up!" I love using that to people when you break dis-ease. down that word. Dis ease disease. There is dis something is not feeling easeful in my body, and it's off. What is happening? Dis is not rocket science, people. And we think, and so with your health, with your wealth, your spiritual life, all those things, it, it, it becomes so the paradox of trying to be the best version of yourself can create stress. Um, I think it was, what, two years ago we had the conference here? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the ER. Woke up one morning, couldn't breathe. And ended up having shingles. Get to the ER, the woman, the doctor said, she said, are you a sponge? And I was like, girl. That's listen, I'm in pain and I can barely breathe, so let's not do the SpongeBob SquarePants conversations. She said, Are you a sponge? And I said, She said, Do you absorb everything? Mm-hmm. I said, Yeah. She said, Honey, listen to me. Shingles just don't pop up to pop up. Right. She said, they're a, they're, a con- they're a consequence of overly stressed. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I guarantee you that, emotion. that you're having headaches. You can't sleep. Your eating habits are off. And y'all, I was the type of person to pop an Excedrin in a minute and keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting at my desk. I remember I had uh, I, I, this cheesy rice and sausage. is like one of my favorite things. And so Ro walks by and says, oh, my God. That Toby, oh, my God. That, uh, come to the office and get this lemon water. I'm like, I'm not drinking no lemon water and no lemon and cucumber water. Ugh, no. She's like, all that cheese is going to lock you up. I'm like. Listen, this is one of my favorite things like Oprah. Disgusting. And so you get to the doctor and they're like, you're stressed out. 
and your body has been telling you that you were overwhelmed. And here it is, I'm overwhelmed working a plan and a process for somebody else that don't even care about my health, who knew that my, that my grandmother had died, who knew that my sister had died and still had me at work, who knew that I was mentally feeling depressed and still had me working, was on the phone with me the morning that my brother died and still had me working. Mm. Road trip to wellness is about you making the decision to put you and your needs first, authentically moving towards your personal perspective for you, period, point blank. I love it. If I haven't learned anything in this season, it is, you know what? Whether you want to involve God or not, he needs to be involved. He needs to be involved. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, he will find a way. He is so zealous and so um, covetous and so needing for your attention that he is willing to do whatever. He, he sent his best version of himself here to pass So because he loved us that much. And I understand that life may have beat you down and caused you to feel a certain way. I'm asking you not to pick up religion. Because religion is what will do it to you. Mm. But to pick up faith and try God again. Trust me, I told you I've been walking with him for a while and I hated him a couple months ago. Wow. Hated him. You broke my heart. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you this. In the midst of him breaking my heart, I literally walked into my destiny. Right. I am now managing people's brands. That was one of the first things. And, and to be honest, Tavi, for you, it didn't take long for you. It's almost like... Just standing at the door, just waiting, you know, just waiting for you to, oh, and it was that quick for you. Like you in two weeks, two, I mean, it may have been longer, a little longer than that, but it was a quick turnaround for you to say, you know what? It's time. I have been living in the shadow all this. I, I, yep. I did that and now it's time for me. And that's a that's a that's a new space. It's a very it's new a space. Very new space. Um, it's scary. Oh yeah. You're fearful. You don't understand. You're uncomfortable, as we've been saying. Um, it is a different road trip. It is a dip. It's a different part of the road trip. Mm -hmm. It is. Like so, I didn't. We didn't. It ain't even. I'm in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. gassed up, and and so I've been in the car. Yeah. And we have this idea of how we think it's gonna go. And we know that is hilarious. God, will, <laughs> he will chuckle at your at your plans because that you know. Well, God, I had I had paid for it to, if you would have stopped and pondered, exactly. like I asked you to, and be still and listen to me. I didn't need you to buy anything. I got a round trip ticket on a private jet for you with the person that you needed to meet. But see, you wanted to do it your way. That's it. I mean, literally, when this happened, I cried. I broke down. Um, I, I, I literally was hurt. There was a pressure from everybody to try to make me be somebody else that I want to be. And I remember calling and me and Rona talked and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she said, what do you need? No one ever really asked me what I need because I'm always asking what everyone else needs. And I didn't even know how to answer that question, y'all. You did not. You didn't talk. I called you twice. Twice. And do you need me to bring you food? You want me to take you grocery shopping? Go to the grocery store, and he just kept saying, "I, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I, don't know. I, I don't even know what to do with this I because like, I said free groceries. 
groceries. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 she said, send me a list. I was like, oh, okay. You, and you, I'm, I'm waiting on the list still. I said, I, oh, I'm still I, said, I, I, I don't, this. I don't, what she's going to get, amen. Because see, now, now I'm cognizant, I'm aware now. Uh, but I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do with, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm numb. I, I can't yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, I'm hurt. My heart is hurt. I'm bruised. And, and what I love and who loves me has taken something that was so deep to me from me. Mm. And now I have to live life without that very thing. And so once I gathered myself and I cried and I created a space in my house for prayer, anointed the floor and started going in there to cry. And I, I, y'all, I still have my moments. This is just five months ago. Um, But what came out of that was, you know what? I love my brother, but he was so protective of my space that it was so hard to breathe. Mm. It was so hard to, to try to be authentic and be me because he's a he's a minister. He was on his way to being someone great in God and a pastor, but was afflicted. And God used his affliction to call so many people to come to him nevertheless. But it left me feeling wounded, naked, and, and by myself. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't have nobody, I knew I was going to have Derek. Exactly. If, if nobody going to be there to struggle with me, it was going to be him. And so the comfort and the protection that I felt with having having someone that strong in your life to tell you it's going to be okay to fight for you, mm-hmm. you know, I never really had to fight for me. You fought for me. You, if yeah. I tried to throw my hands up and fight, mm-hmm. here come Derek talking about what's the issue? I mean, now it's I got to fight for me. Yeah. And so in such a pivotal moment in my life, God, he sent somebody back into my space that I met when I was a teenager oh, wow. that I loved. Antonio Dion Patton is the version of my oldest brother that passed years ago that I that I loved. He's he's so Antoine to me. Mm. And he struck gold. But you know what Antonio didn't have? He didn't understand how to manage his image, how to present himself. He just a just a, a former drug dealer turn Christian who wants to make everybody better. And he didn't have none of the concepts that God sent me to school to get in 2012. Wow. Told me to go get a master's degree in organizational leadership and said, because you're going to need it later. Yeah. And here it is in 2020. I I sustained a damaging loss. And then you you repay me with telling me that I healed your brother so he's okay. Mm. And reminding me in my dreams that he's, he's resting. He's with me. He's fine. You still got work to do. I told you later. That later is today. So now, sitting at his house, he became my first client. And so now, you're managing someone's image, managing someone's brand. And my dream of traveling the world to see the world and to do things is beginning to materialize itself. Because even though I was hurt and I was in pain, and I hated God, which he's big enough to understand. He's strong enough. If your God can't take your attitude, if your God can't take your pain, can't understand your recklessness in the season of your hurt, then get you a different God. Mm. And I mean that. If your God can't stomach what he created in you mm. and the recklessness because you don't know how to use it yet, get you somebody else mm. serving the wrong person. Wow. Pull me right back in. 
sitting there at the table. He got to talking, and I listened to him. And it was just something really different about the mood in the house. God said, it's your first client. As he elevates, you elevate. So now, he's a household name. Just got back from Oakland, California, to seeing the people that were working with Nipsey Hussle. We got to go to Chicago next weekend. where We met with a millionaire. I was able to pitch amazing idea to get funding for a building for health and wellness, by which I will be using you for some things. Um, all of this stuff just happened, which seems like overnight. But I wasn't ready for it. My trip to wellness hadn't even began yet. And here it is. I'm like, I got all this skill. You know, we talked about it. I, I can do all this stuff, and I'm trying to figure out where to do with that. Right. And so God caused a cataclysmic event in my life to happen to get me to move while reassuring me that what I love was safe. That's it. And so when we say wellness, this is about, again, holistic growth. Growth. I don't give a care God, the Bible says that the Lord will use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Mm. You think it's stupid, but to God, it's the measure to get the job done. That's it. I will raise up somebody who is foul to get you to get to your knees. Think about King Nebuchadnezzar and, and Babylon and all of these other factors that he's used over time to get us to come to him. Mm. You know, it's ministry... Is so full of theory, but God said to work out your own soul salvation. You can't put all the responsibility and the onus on the pastor or That's on your it. church because you have an obligation on your mm-hmm. own to learn personal relationship. Yes, your pastors and your shepherds will give an account for how they manage your life, but God said, I want a relationship with you. When you hear, depart from me, you work of iniquity, I never knew you. Knowing you is intimacy, that yeah. whispering, still, small voice space. You don't whisper to people that you randomly don't know. Right. Talk about, come here, come here, I see you. That's creepy. That's that's, 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 that's some Jason and Freddy Krueger. I'm walking in the alley. You trying to get my, I got a little candy, little boy. That's just, that's what the weird stuff is. But when God whispers to you, there's a trust that comes with that. You know, and so now you go through a situation at work where somebody tries you. And what seemed to be a sad moment, God says, I just wanted to push you out because if I had not ruffled your feathers so bad in that moment, if I hadn't allowed you to get sick with the flu and be at home and can barely talk and allow someone to disrespect you and didn't let you feel the rage of the moment, that sorry that happened that morning at the door, you would have received it and you would have stayed. Yep. And what we're doing right now would have never happened. Hmm. It would have never happened. But I allow you to feel the rage. And then I challenge you what you're going to do about it. Love it. Because see, now you've reached your plateau here. Yeah. God allowed you to come to the office, to the institution that we worked for, and gain all these partnerships. Show all your skills. Sharpen your talents. Be known by board members, by community, health networks, and people that are aspiring to be better allow you to live according to Romans 12 and 2 the proving that genuine trying scrutinizing of a life of a presentation allow you to do that openly Mm. in front of people to test the genuine nature of it so when I pull you out of this and I move you out of it 
you have a good name. The Bible says a good name is more valuable than silver and gold. This man, he always, he never ceases to amaze me, you And guys. so now, Road Trip to Wellness is something that's becoming a household name because you have a good name. I appreciate that. God's in the center. Yeah. As long as he's in the middle. Telling y'all, this right. brother, this brother here, I absolutely will have you back. As often as I can. <laughs> uh, but I did have just a couple of more questions. Um, we've talked about so much. Uh, and we're about an hour and a half in. So you guys all have a great episode. I just, I knew this was going to be a, a, a very thorough conversation. Thorough because conversation. we, we can talk for hours. Hours. <laughs> um but I, I did want to ask you just a little bit um, about your, if we go back to your mm-hmm. road trip and mm-hmm. your um, wellness journey, if you could just tell us quickly, um, what has been um, one of your most profound uh, spiritual wellness moments? April. Where you just knew that God was just getting you spiritually well for something moving you through getting you ready and prepared or so i'm just gonna go ahead and just throw myself out there i can be hard-headed um and stubborn and i didn't no. realize that yeah yeah what? <laughs> <laughs> she said it but i would never ever you heard it first here on road trip the world this podcast uh because i never ever would be like mm, whatever i just know what i know and I pride myself on being informed. So sorry that I believe what I believe, whatever. But however, I can be stubborn and hard-headed. And sometimes you, I, I need to run into a brick wall sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sitting in the car with, with my brother before he passed, um, he had got these, this daisy oil, dandelion oil. Mm. And so, but he wouldn't take it. Um, he just, he, he, nothing, he wouldn't change any of his habits. He just wouldn't do it, um, because of the work. Um, and it, you know, it don't taste good and da, da, da. And so when, when he had to sit, he had a situation at the hospital and they put him under and he never came back. He slipped into a coma. His brain stopped, his heart stopped. And so when he did come back, his, um, he was, um, he had had so much sustained so much de- brain damage that the components that ha- allowed him to talk and speak he didn't have anymore, and so I looked at that and I and I remember always saying, "Hey, let's go walk." And we would take a walk or something mm-hmm. like that. And he would hate it. He would like, "I want to walk all of downtown." He want to walk a couple blocks because this is stupid. Can we drive? I want to walk, you know. Um, but watching over the years. Having the right heart about serving, but not serving you. Mm. And so when um you say you, I mean you Yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not serving you, like yeah. not serving me. Yeah. Um giving someone and that's what he I watched him do, give to me, to everybody, with so such so much passion and conviction, but would never give to himself mm-hmm. because he was the strong one and I'm the strong one. And so when when he actually was lowered into the ground and I got in the car and I went home, uh, I was I cry and I said to myself, I gotta do better. Obviously I'm here because there's still stuff for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much longer I have, 
to do it. Right. And so the light bulb came on in that what barriers exist no longer exist. Um, what support I needed, he's going to send. He has said to me three or four years ago, I'm sending help people to finance and to support your dreams. That's just a normal Sunday morning in my church. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who randomly comes in. If a prophet walks in nine times out of ten, they're going to say something to me. I'm used to it. Um, and so the epiphany was it wasn't the season last time. Mm. It wasn't the season the time before that. I blocked starting. I allowed you to be stubborn and in your own way, but I blocked it. Now you just removed all the barriers and said, okay, go. Mm. And so me, because with being stubborn and at times and hard-headed, fear sets in yes. because now you got to figure out you just opened up the road but where am I going right and and the lord just says drive and i'm like i like to know where i'm going where bingo so where am i going so, and he says and that's a, that's a hard place yeah, to it's be. a hard place go it's a hard place to be i will provide as you go 2020 <laughs> yep 2019 2020 was letting go and just go just go you don't get to figure it out nope. you don't get to talk about it we're not discussing nothing. We're not negotiating nothing. Just go. go. And that was the epiphany. Just do it. Here it is. I've, I've been, and I told you this. I'm running around. I got all this. I can do all this stuff. I can do this, this, and this, and this. And I'm using it for the purposes of somebody that, that wants to just use it. Mm-hmm. Don't want me. And then you cause me to collide with somebody that I love like, oh, my God. And they just so happened to have a need for what it was I had. Mm -hmm. And that was God's way of saying, start. And so now, because there's a demand being placed on me, it's forcing me to sharpen Mm -hmm. my skill set. It's forcing me to learn. It's forcing me to get back in God. Pastor called me a couple weeks ago on a Sunday morning um, and said, hey, son. I was like, you know, you hop up out of bed. You you act like you're awake. I'm not kidding until 9 o'clock in the church 10. And so he said, um... You got a word? And I said, yes, sir. He said, good. God told me you had to preach this morning. What? Child, listen. <laughs> I I got up and and thankfully I had been studying the presence of the Lord. And 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 that's the angle that he took me in. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like so shocked. It's like whenever I do something, they're like, oh. I'm like, y'all, I, I've been doing I've that. been doing this stuff yes. for a long time, but okay, whatever. I may not speaking in a podium in a pulpit, mm-hmm. but I'm always talking and encouraging somebody. And so that was my light bulb. That was my flash that said, "It's okay, one to be you. Mm. It's okay to show your scars and your wounds because that makes you human, and it's okay to talk about them unapologetically mm. because they're a part of your story on your road. It's like each one I'm building with the bricks of my life." the path to success that someone eventually will follow. Once we are done and God has got everything out of us and we've emptied ourselves out before him and every single idea for road trip, every single idea for authentic movement has been accomplished. People have been made great. God's name has been glorified and he calls our name and we punch our ticket to go into eternity to be with him. What we built while serving him will live on Mm -hmm. for eternity 
Your words, your ideas, your practices live on forever. And so understanding that means that there's an onus to have a level of urgency in your development and urgency in your creation. Because right now, and I can attest to it, too many of us have been lazy and misappropriated our gifts and our talents and our dreams, including our health, yes, our bodies, and our minds. This And so now... That's how that happens, you guys. Your strength you need. And I was just going to ask you that about strengthening. Yeah, strengthening. Mm-hmm. isn't... Um, I was just going to ask if somebody needed and they're new to this and they need to strengthen those spiritual wellness muscles, what what are some things? And I'm thinking that's the direction. You're Your toolkit for life is, in, is, is comprised of things that bring you peace. That's the first thing. I love it. Your toolkit for life is comprised of things that bring you peace. Don't forsake your peace. Mm-hmm. For me... Um, I was on a call today, and um, the therapist was talking about, she pulled out a, a, a box, and it was all these little things that remind her. I said, I ain't got time for that. I'm busy. I ain't got time to remind myself, oh, this is trail mix. That means I need to eat. Oh, this is a bed. That means I, need to eat. I ain't got time for that. I'm a late, I'm a night owl. It's, 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 it's 845 now. I'm going to go home, eat, and I'm going to probably take a walk around 10. It is what it is. That's my way to decompress. So finding the things that bring me joy and peace is what strengthens me. Yeah. You know your outlet, right? Yes. And so I'm also big on um, words. I'm, I'm a definition hawk. And so words, if you go to Genesis, you don't see God using or misappropriating words in conversation. He used them to create stuff. Mm. And so words were never used for communication. They were used to create because they create things. We create feelings. We create emotions. We create strength. We create those things with what we speak. And, and the words become actions. Actions become habits. Habits become lifestyles. And so if you are struggling in your spirit, again, I encourage you, and because we're in the information age, you can literally Google or YouTube sermons on strength. Absolutely. Because see, this, new, this old way of, oh my God, you know, or why would you listen? But today, before I got here, while I was working on, on pieces of my plan, I had pulled up Joyce Meyer yes. and it was hearing from God. Why? Because even though I know that I need to be still at times, what are the practical steps to that? Because even though I'm a minister, I still struggle mm-hmm. with that still small voice radiating in me so I know what to do. Strengthening yourself and working out your own soul salvation is your obligation. Just like paying your rent and your car note and your bills. That That's is your it. responsibility. You it's can't blame the government. It's you your, responsibility your responsibility to be well. I gave you the body. I gave you the mind. I gave you the skill. Like you said earlier, I'm not in the business of making houses. I, I build trees. <laughs> right. I make trees, not houses. <laughs> so what I can tell you is you want a house, right? I'm going to tell you the strategies to get yourself in position to be able to manage that which you're asking me for. Mm-hmm. Strengthening yourself is all about you knowing who you are. Take yourself on a journey. Explore yourself. Absolutely. What do you like? What do you not like? It may make some people mad. It may frustrate some people to tell them, I can't do that today. No. No has become, has become one of my the best things that has ever happened in my life. I'm sorry, I can't do that for you today. I'm sorry, I can't. No. Well, we, I'm sorry. I will not over-obligate myself. That is all part of your wellness package, people. Yes, your toolkit. N-O. Yes, sorry. 
Mama, you need me to come? Sorry, I love you. Not today, I can't. Because see, I'm no good to me. That's it. First. Because what's not going to be said is I had a mental breakdown trying to serve you. Mm-hmm. I was on the cusp, the cusp of, of depression and an emotional mental breakdown. Had I not taken the time to be honest with myself and say, you know what? God, I need help. Mm-hmm. And that cataclysmic shift, which is also my brother, big brother, which is also my client, swooped into my life and him and his family saved me. Wow. They have no idea. How going to their house, being there all night long, falling asleep on the couch, get you a night bag, pack a night bag. If I call Antonio in the middle of the night and say I have a problem, he's getting up out of his bed, just like my Derek would, mm-hmm. and he's coming to get me. I had posted on Facebook uh, that I was having a rough day, um, and I said I'm about to. These people keep on playing with me. They're gonna get a different side of me because I'm going through healing on my road. He said, if you do all that, that's what you get. He said, but they also don't know that your brother's pull-up game is real strong. Right. And they better quit playing what belongs to me. And yes, I put it on Facebook. Period. Getting back to me. And so restoring yourself and restoring your joy is all about understanding who you are and your power. And sometimes you have to be still Mm -hmm. and you have to know that God is God. And even if you don't believe that, be still. I'm telling you, if you ask, he will give. But you got to wait and be in position and posture to get it. And listen, I'm telling you. Listen. And take it from me. I I am a person who, I'll say, I'll do the same thing Tavi said. Fine. I don't, I didn't, maybe. I didn't <laughs> she is. She is. Nope. Nope. I did. I do now. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, it's hard. It is. That is a hard, very hard space to be in, especially like you said, when you're used to being the caregiver, you're used to being the person that has all the answers and everybody comes to you for all of the answers. And so you're expected to have the answer. And so now I think I know the answer is when it comes to God too. Uh, you said, what? Well, okay, I'm going to no. know and just wait, wait. And he ain't said nothing yet, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I, I used to talk to you about that all the time. Like, I don't know. There's this heaviness. I can feel, I'm supposed to do something, but I don't know yet. I don't know. And I would get that from he's faithful. Keep at it. It's okay. That's all right. Just I would wait. tell her every we were I don't Just we wait. were sitting at a banquet. I will never forget it. And we were getting ready. It was EOD. Mm-hmm. You remember EOD? Yeah, and but I don't know which one you're talking about. So we were sitting there and it was really, really random. It was really, really, really weird. And I walked over to her and we just started talking about dreams and goals, which is a conversation we always have and encouraging each other. And I said, you are prepared yes, you did. for what God has for you. You are capable and able to do that which God has for you to do. Um, and as long as you are in the position to um, to grow and to gain, um, you're always going to be in that space. And I was like, all the tools that you need, you have them. Right. And, to, and I literally said to her, because um, this was literally coming out of, just in my mind from God, you have 
to get yourself prepared for what's about to happen. I don't know what's about to happen, but I'm telling you that when I'm in spaces like this and this and this is really, really random coming from me, that something in your life is about to change for the better and you need to be prepared for that. And, you know, so a year went by and, you know, I said, start working on your tools, start working on your kit, start working on your things, you know, just, you got to get ready. You know that, right? I'm like, huh? Ready for what? You have a plan. You got to get ready. You just start getting stuff together. And so I would go in her office every single day and ask a couple questions. She's like, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You need to build a couple other things. And so then it turned from that to, you know what? I, um, T.O., I got, a, I got an idea. And I'm the type of person, if you tell me that you have an idea, my mind gets to going and it's built already. Five minutes in, your plan is together. Go do this. And so... She started to actually manifest that which was on her heart and her mind, but she worked. It was, I believe that I am, but there's a proving and a trying part of this to, to scrutinize your plans. And so, miraculously, the preparation and what, what she probably thought was going to be a smooth transition out mm. was a cataclysmic transition out. And it's crazy because... You hope that when you leave, some relationships will be intact. And we always believe that the powerful people are the ones that you need to keep. Mm. And many times they're not the ones. Um, In a five-year period, the Lord allowed her to build healthy relationships with people in the community and people who make powerful decisions and people that she can call who at first were working with you because of the nature of the agency's perspective, but developed an affinity for you because of your personal character. Mm. And so now, five years later, you're in the position to make phone calls. I mean, I said it earlier because your name is good. And so that was an epiphany of, you know what, I'm supposed to be doing something. I just don't know what. But then God gave a nugget years ago and said, you know what, why why am I passionate about health? Why why do I really, really care what you're eating? Why am I, you know, why am I walking around telling everybody to eat grass? You know, grass is good for you. You know, (laughs) Uh, same way I'm like, I have this desire to build so deeply that I want you to be the best that you can be, that it kills me when you're not, that, I'm, that I've built a company, you know, starting it and getting it together that's completely designed to help you get the tools, not the inspiration, because inspiration don't help you mm-hmm. when, when you got to cut a check. It's a tool to become the best that you can be. And so the epiphany um, and, and, and back to strengthening yourself all comes with you quieting yourself and figuring out who you are and what you're supposed to do. I'm still learning me. Mm-hmm. At 38, I'm still learning who I am, and what I, I like, and what I don't like. Yeah, it's a role. It's I mean, Because at the point where you stop learning, you're useless. Mm-hmm. When you stop becoming a resource, you're useless. God will use you to the point where you are raggedy. He's going to get everything he can out of his investment mm. with broken knees, bad health or whatever, using you because mm. you belong to me. When you surrendered, you surrendered all that to me right. and I'm going to use it and I don't give a care how you feel about it. I'm going to use it. And so be used in the good context. Yeah. You know, I, I love it. The, the, when she said, she was going to be real to the world. And so I was like, mm. 
So we going on journeys now. That's Where are we going? Exactly. Where are we going this week? Exactly. You know, and so every single week, you if you guys follow her on Instagram, um, you'll see something that's exploratory. Um, some type of pitch, some type of podcast, some type of, you know, information about wealth and health and health. And 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 I'll say this and I don't know where we're going next, but your health is your wealth. And that's yeah. what I've learned. That's it. Um, yeah, my eating habits are not the best. They're better. Working on it. Um, you know, I, I've I've consumed yeah. cases of water now in, in, in at least two weeks now, which you know, knowing me, he water was not I got with him today. I, that's the first thing I know. She said, oh, my God, you're thinking that. I was like, girl, oh, okay. Because I, I can tell. Right. I can definitely tell. And it is a journey. It is oh, a journey. it's a journey. It's a journey. It it's a journey. Um, and, 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 but it's, you feel different. Getting up and walking and, and, and you know, going to a trainer who's working the life out of me. I love mm-hmm. me some Duke Wright. Duke Wright gets <laughs> on my nerves. I hate Duke, but I love him. Working you out. Um, and even when someone, he noticed we were doing mountain climbs one day and I hate mountain climbs are the worst thing ever, but I refuse to let it conquer me. He said, I've noticed that you just, you adjust so easily. I'm trying to find something that's going to piss you off. Cause it, it, you just, I can see you tired, but you're not going to let me win. No, no. But that mountain climb that day, he let me do three rounds wrong. Collapsed to the floor, turned over, laid on my back. I'm hyperventilating. He said, yo, got some constructive criticism for you. And I had my hoodie on. So I lifted it up and I looked at him like, boy, he said, you did every one of those wrong. Now, I had the option of getting in my car, saying F you, literally, going home. Or absorbing your criticism and allowing you to teach me how to do it right. Now, I was tired and it was like the last 20 minutes of our session. I don't want to do this no more. I hate this. But I understood that it's building something in me yes. to make me stronger for my journey ahead. And so I allowed him to teach me how to do it the right way. And because I submitted myself to him because he's the authority or the thought leader on the topic of being a trainer, he got down on the ground and he did them with me. Mm. And God is the same exact way. If you ask me, I will tell you. If you need me to lead me, lead you, I will. If you want me to show you, I will. I will even get down and do it with you. Because I want you to succeed that much. And yes, it's going to hurt. Because see, what I will not do is do it for you. I will do it with you. Because eventually, you're going to do it with somebody else. This is the beauty of why I'm encouraging everybody who will listen to this to follow Road Trip to Wellness. Follow it. Subscribe to whatever's happening. When these E-classes start coming, because you're going to see a lot of that too, and, 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 when, and when the podcast and YouTube channels and, and, and the platforms start to come, follow it. Because you're dealing with somebody who's actually passionate about other people's health, and they are proven to actually be what they're talking about. Yeah, I appreciate Kudos you. Kudos to you. Appreciate you so much. Y'all, this was Patterson's Perspectives. Perspectives. Please stay tuned for that. Tavi, tell us what we can expect from you soon. <sighs> I almost hit you what I didn't know, but God is good. I do know. Um, so stay tuned. I am getting social media together. I am a part of a, of a TV show that's pitching now to a black-owned um, uh, station called The Code. It's three 
um, generations of black of all things from black male perspectives. Um, I'm also working on um, Patterson's Perspectives, which will be my podcast um, on leadership, health, growth, development. You'll hear Mrs. Uh, Lerona Dixon as well from Road Trip to Wellness will be one of my guests. Um, launching Authentic Movement um, because I am I do branding. Um, leadership, coaching, and development. Um, my inspiration is, is to change people, places, and things. And so um, stay tuned for our website um, and more information. I can be found on Instagram under under Mr. Authenticity, um, Twitter under Mr. Versatility, um, and Facebook under Tavi R. Patterson. Awesome. I love you so much, Tavi. Love you too. I appreciate you so much for this very, very enlightening conversation. Uh, like I said, it had been on my heart for a very, very long time. Um, and Talvi and I had the discussion, and I just knew. I said, we're doing this podcast next week. We have got to Y'all, she's been chasing me forever. <laughs> we have got to. And we were talking about different ones. But mm-hmm. this one, this was what I needed right now. And so I appreciate you so much for being just the amazing teacher that you are. And Thank you. So much that you do. Um, thank you for giving us a level of understanding and helping us to understand that these things are available to us and they've been given to us by our creator. Yep. Uh, and we should utilize the tools that have been given to us right. and that have been put in us. Um, we've been given everything that we need yep. to be successful in this life. And God doesn't make any mistakes, you guys. None. So please... Um, Take a listen to this, and if there's anything that we can do for you, if you have any questions, please reach out to me at Rona, R-O-N-A-R, the number 2W at gmail.com. That's Rona, R, number 2W at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you can hit me up on Instagram at Road Trip, the number 2, Wellness. You can just look up Road Trip to Wellness on Facebook. Uh, and yeah, Good let stuff. us know what Good you're stuff. thinking, how you're feeling. And if you want to connect with Mr. Patterson, you have all of his information there. Thank you so much folks for listening. We love you so much and we will see you next time on a road trip to wellness.